It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Happy Friday, everybody. It is, and is it just me, Friday? See Salami sitting in for Mike Evans with Mark Schlereth. It is the morning brew. And Sean Payton, it's a... Uh, a hot opinion because, well, opinions vary about this topic. But Sean Payton says uh, the value of the analytics department is something that he likes. I didn't know who was over at the West Wing and, you know, in the, in our offices. But there were four offices. There were coaches. And George told me they were our analytics guys. And then about a month later, I was like, man, I'm glad these guys are here. Um, the stuff that they can put together for us like this quickly and i'm always asking hey can i have this information on and it could be a number of things how do opponents view us boom mm. analytics stink everyone yeah. has an opinion on them it's nerds taking over the world <laughs> right exactly it's exactly what's going on here <laughs> now they all have their they all have their place but you have to also you know, I think you have to also understand how to use them properly. Right. Um, you know, and it, it's funny. I had a game. I had a game last week where it was like um, uh, my it was I was doing the game with Chris Myers and it was a 10-10 ball game and it was down their edge zone, their fourth down and two or whatever. And, uh, you know, Atlanta decides to kick a field goal. And my my partner's like, well, I don't know if this makes sense. What do you think? I go, yeah, hell yeah, it makes sense. I mean, a three-point lead at that point with the way those offenses were playing and with the way the, you know, conversely, the defenses were playing, a three-point lead felt like a two-score lead. Right. And the other thing is, I said, analytics doesn't have to block uh, Vita Vea. Like, well, they haven't blocked him all day. What, do you, what makes you think on third or fourth and two now all of a sudden they're going to block him? Right. Like, what? Like, so you as long as you use the analytics correctly and as long as you understand what the issues are, the, the problem that I always get into with analytics is, do you know what my problems are? Mm. Like, do, do you like do, do the numbers know what my problems are? Right. Because if my right guard hasn't blocked your three technique all day long, what makes me think he's going to block him on this most critical play? And and my my thought process is he's not. I'm just going to hey, fair warning, he's probably not going to get this done. So let's you know let's look at a different way to skin the cat, so to speak. Right. I, I've I've always said that analytics help back up the film. But it's always about the film, baby. What did what right. Jerry Judy say? The eye in the sky don't lie. You're right, Jerry. It doesn't. And the eye in the sky says, <laughs> you stink. Judy! <laughs> Judy! Next on the Morning Brew, Russell Wilson has been focusing on limiting the amount of batted passes. Yeah, I think the best thing we can do is being, you know, physical up front and then, you know, just, you know, finding the lanes. You know, they're going to do a good job getting their hands up. That's what they do. They, I think they're leading the league in batted passes across the board. I think that Chris and all, some other guys have some, you know, they, they've been they've been great at it for the past several years, to be honest with you. So, um, you know, something that they're very unique at and they, they do a great job of. Well, I'm glad Russell didn't go through his list of all the Chiefs defenders because he's he's right. Mr. List guy, right? At his press conference, yeah, I, yeah, I love everybody, question. but batted yeah. passes is a problem for him, stinking. It's frustrating because Sean Payton's scheming guys open, and either Russ doesn't see him or the ball gets batted. Yeah, well, it's I mean, it is one of those things, especially if you're trying to keep him in the pocket, right? And he's done a better job of staying in the pocket and climbing inside the pocket. But again, you lose some vision. 
um, and and that's that's an issue. And so that is a you know that to me is a rush issue that you have to be aware of. And and yeah, it's you know it's easy to say this is what we're going to do. Uh, much more difficult to actually do it at times. So um, the batted balls are one of those things. Some guys just have a knack for throwing around guys. They have a feel for you know being able to do that. See, and some guys don't, quite frankly. So um, Russ just happens to be one of those guys that I don't I don't know that he's ever had a great feel inside the pocket. Right, right, and we're seeing that now. Hopefully, that changes coming up against the Chiefs on Sunday next in the morning. Brew the Buffalo Bills top the Pan- Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Two receivers to the left. Davis comes over to the right side. Murray the lone setback. Allen under center, and now Hardy in motion. Allen back to pass. Blitz coming. Fires to the end zone. Wide open to Gabe Davis, the touchdown maker. Okay, Gabe Davis, the touchdown maker. And what was most impressive to me, Stank, because I have a different opinion on Josh Allen now, but he was spreading stuff around. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to a scouting buddy last night, he's, and we were talking about Josh Allen. And it's like, yeah, he's very good. He's not great yet. But if he does stuff like he did last night and start using Khalil Shakir more, Gabe Davis more, not just all Stephon Diggs, Dalton Kincaid's mm-hmm. getting more involved. Like, are we seeing the start of Josh Allen actually being great? Um, I think Josh Allen, I think Josh Allen could become like and and he is one of the upper echelon quarterbacks. So make no bones about it. His arm talent is ridiculous. Is but again, I'll, I'll always defer to I'll always defer to what I know best, and I also always defer to I just don't like the fact. I know they get some carries, but you know they get Cook got fourteen carries. You right. know, average four point eight yards per carry and stuff. But when you're constantly dropping back 40 times a game, as Josh Allen does, and Allen, you know, had seven carries, you know, and most of them scrambles, but a few designs and everything like that. But when you're dropping 40 back 40 times a game, I don't, I don't care who you are. There's a reason that since last year he's led the league in turnovers. I, I think that's the stat. He's right. led the league in turnovers since last year. There's a reason because you guys freaking throw it too much, and you fancy yourself a college spread football team. And let me just tell you that, you know, that transition from that college kind of playbook to the NFL, it doesn't translate well. And there will be, you know, there will be mistakes made along the way. And then when you get into a ball busting type game, like you, you, you don't have an answer for that. Right. So I like one of the big things I always say, Cecil, and this just comes from experience from, you know, playing is that, um, I, it's very hard to throw yourself into a rhythm when you're a spread team. You know, to me, to get yourself back in a rhythm when when your passing game isn't you know, is disrupted and you've got press coverage and guys are getting disrupted off their routes and everything else, it's very hard to just keep doing that. So my thought process was always, okay, let's get into let's get into heavy, you know, let's get into two tights and a fullback, let's get into twenty two personnel, right, and let's beat that let's make them bring a safety down let's beat them up in the run game let's just physically wear them out and then let's get some easy throws off of that one-on-one of the outside access to the corners you know who who have to be in basically man-to-man coverage any vertical route release like let's do that and let's beat these sons of guns up and then now we can spread them back out but like 
I don't think Buffalo can do that. They don't have that personnel. Right. John Elway needed Terrell Davis. Josh Allen needs Derrick Henry. Next on the Morning Brew. Ranton in for McKinnon. You wonder how much we'll be hearing those names in the final 10 minutes. Turnover, though. Crosby rips it. Scores! Sidney Crosby sizzles one through Georgiev. And the Pets blow it wide open. It's 4-6. Can Georgiev get a night off? Because we've been seeing this over the last couple of games. Like, it's a hot start. And he's stopping everything. And then now more, now more. Now their first loss for the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, yesterday against the mm. Penguins, not necessarily surprised, Stink. No, I mean you start off six and zero, and, and you know, and, and the whole road streak. I mean that that's the other thing. That thing was ridiculous to me. You know, hey, the greatest road streak. You know, it goes over two seasons, doesn't count the Kraken loss. You know, I mean, I, okay, I, I don't, right. I don't need all the, I don't need all that. It's funny because I always get these. You know, I always get these uh, game day kind of or the game reports. You know, they they put out all this information, and it's amazing how the stats department for the particular team can massage anything to make it look <laughs> outstanding. Right? right? They're right. like, you know, um, this receiver's got the most yards in NFC East games, divisional at home. When you know, I mean, when it's sunny, right? Like he, there's like, like so, and it's supposed to be sunny on Sunday. So Brilliant. hey, we got a chance. Like I'm like really this is I'm reading through all these things on the plane I'm like I can't use any of this garbage like there, there's it's just too it's just it's too much for me right Mm-mm-mm-mm. that is a wrap for the morning brew you hear it every single morning at 6:30 a.m. right here.